FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Well, as always, and good morning, Grand Valley. It is 710, 10 minutes after the hour here. Watchdog morning show underway for yet another week. Our swing and soiree for the next three hours. Hopefully you will spend at least a bit of time with us. Give us a minute or two and we're happy. Give us three hours and we're ecstatic. Whatever works for you works for us. You can not only listen, you can be part of the show. Use the Frio Stack auction service text line, 304-214-1600. You can use the Frio Stack auction service phone line, 304-232-8255. However it works for you, it uh, certainly works for us. 66 degrees at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 64 at the Highlands. 63 in Elm Grove and 65 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Going to be partly sunny, a high around 88 today. Pretty much the same Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, sunny, mid to low 80s. Uh, Thursday, a chance of showers in the morning, but otherwise, again, sunny and in the 80s. Adam will have the full forecast for us coming up a little bit later on. I don't know if we're going to get... Did you notice any smoke yesterday? Smoke gets in our eyes while you were out and about. I did not. I, I did not, uh, I did not uh, detect any smoke, but I'll tell you this, Howard. We don't have to worry about summer leaving us uh, this week. No, summer is in full bloom this week. 90-degree temperature, close to it, uh, much of the week. And it looks like not much rain, at least till the tail end of the week. Uh, Zach Petty, uh, on his social media pages, said that... Um, well, I'll, I'll read it here. Looks like a plume of smoke will work into our region on Monday. I thought there was some smoke around yesterday morning. My eyes were burning all day. Now, I didn't really see the smoke too bad, but my eyes were just really burning all day. Well, you might not be able to answer this question. And are we talking uh, California smoke or Canadian smoke? Howard? Or we have to add one more. What's that? Oh, Maui. Washington I, State. Oh, my goodness. Everything's burning up. <laughs> I mean, the, the, world, the world is on fire. So I don't know. This was from Zach Petty at the Big Seven uh, on his social media page. Looks like a plume of smoke will work its way into our region on Monday. Uh, the good news is uh, it probably won't be too bad. Again, I thought I saw a little bit of smoke as I went off to Dillonville Church yesterday. My eyes were burning every time I was outside, so the smoke could be the smoke could be back. But man, you know, Mother Nature is just all over the place. They've got I think they called I think it's the first tropical storm alert they've ever had in California. Hurricane Hillary. Expected to bring catastrophic, life-threatening flooding to not just California, but the states surrounding there. Tropical storm warnings in effect for more than 42 million Americans in California. That's a bunch of them, which reminds me, for those of you listening that listen all night long, that's saying, hey, look, you guys were off the air a little bit. It was our S&B uh, network uh, programming, and they might be having problems because they originate from Southern California. So it might not be a coincidence, Howard. We lost them over the night, and uh, they're probably having problems. Uh, there's going to be a lot of problems out there, apparently. They are saying, I, I can't find this quote here, they could get a year's worth of rain in a day. Wow. A year's worth of rain in a day. So Hurricane Hillary's here. And now I'm wondering, now i got two weeks to go. It's California, but we're going on our our, our, our Route 66 trip. 
which will begin in Oklahoma City, but will end in California. And I don't know if it's going to affect our any of our trip or any of the areas we're going to be there or not. So that's something I got to keep an eye on, and I'm sure Bill Bryson will as well. But so we have the hurricane uh, in Southern California that is apparently worst they've ever had, or among the worst they've ever had. Now the good news is it is uh, dropping in. Uh, it was their word is going to be a really high category, like four or five. They got it down to a category two, I think, and it may end up being just a tropical storm, but still. Uh, it's something that they haven't had. In, so we've got the hurricanes in Southern California. We have the wildfires still destroying whole parts of Canada, apparently. We have the fires in Maui. And I have this story I saw last night. One killed thousands under evacuation orders as wildfires tear through Washington State. It's all, The whole place is on fire. If one were a religious person, one might begin to wonder if hell was coming to earth. I think it's knocking on the door, Howard. I know. Just a reminder, this is what it's like down here. Um, so they, I don't know why they're calling They're calling it the Gray Fire in Washington, Washington State. So we got uh, Hawaii, uh, Canada, uh, Washington State with wildfires, hurricanes in California. What am I forgetting? What other natural disaster am I forgetting? Well, you know, just went through my head, Howard. You know, as a lad, a teenager in October uh, is when we would have our problems here in West Virginia. Uh, you know, it's dry. And uh, that seems like we, we have issues with uh, wildfires. So, man, just be, just be careful out there, everybody. We're, we're still in August. And, you know, again, talking about wild weather. Remember, we had just two weeks ago two confirmed tornadoes in this immediate area. Confirmed, not to mention people who thought they saw funnel clouds. And, of course, we had that horrible night of 20 minutes worth of severe weather, but it was included tornadoes and so on. Again, I say, if we saw this on television, we'd be yelling, can't you see there's something happening to the weather? This is it. But I'm telling you, it's, um, I'm sure some of you are probably here in your church. It's the, this is the end times. You know, the apocalypse is coming. I'm not there yet. Oh, I know. I knew there was something I'm forgetting. Earthquake in California. 5.7 magnitude earthquake in California add into their problems. So everywhere you look around, there's... Um, there's. When you heading that way, Howard? Well, uh, yeah, uh, two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. I need to get a map out and sort of draw lines about where it's going and where we're going and see if at any point we do converge. Now, it's a couple of weeks, so... Um, the wildfires go on forever and ever, amen, but uh, hopefully the hurricane comes and goes and... Yeah, everything you just said is true, but man, earthquake, Howard, beware of the earthquake. 5.7, 5.1, pardon me, I said 5.7. 5.1 uh, on the Richter scale <coughs> in um, Ojai in Ventura County in California. All that stuff's ruining your day, but could you imagine having to deal with an earthquake? I mean, that had to be the scariest thing out there. Honey, we've got to we've got to collect our belongings, put up some some you know, board on the windows and so on. The hurricane's coming. Hell with the hurricane! The whole place is shaking. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and the flash floods coming, but you know, <laughs> one at a time. Yeah, yeah. Can we just take them one at a time, one at a time? Honest to goodness, but there it is. Seven seventeen here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, more wildfire smoke uh, could be in the valley. We'll talk about that with Adam Fight coming up later on. National attention and criticism. To all of these troubles going on at WVU, really continuing to grow, the cuts, the reorganization, and so on, 
Um, it's all about money. So the question is, why doesn't the legislature, the governor, step up and pony up the money that the, the WVU needs? Brett Macklin in today to talk to about that because a couple of good legislators have said, mm, we're not giving them any more money. We're not going to do it. The governor has said that, too. And, and E. Gordon Gee has said, I won't ask for any more money. Why? We'll talk about that. Trump says he'll skip all of the debates. Does it make any difference? I actually think it does, but probably not in the way that some of you may think. We'll talk about that. St. Clairsville, and Bob, we'll have time to talk about this later on. St. Clairsville is thinking about creating an outdoor drinking area where you can take your booze and, I don't know, it's like a block's worth of, you know, you can just wander around, kind of like an Italian festival without the Italian festival on the streets of downtown St. Clairsville. We'll talk about that. And it was a successful brew fest, I understand, on the heels of multiple successful summer activities. But, man, those social media complaints were coming in. I just I, sometimes, I just wish I didn't read these things. You know, nothing to do in Wheeling. It's too expensive in Wheeling. Only for old people in Wheeling. Only for young people in Wheeling. Only in the summertime. I, there are people who just look for reasons to complain. I've got some thoughts on that. I'll share some of what people are saying as well. And, of course, Mr. Slider has sports, and we have Ohio Valley headlines with um, Rebecca Little coming up a little bit later on. 719 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Now, there was a big day yesterday that I don't know if you celebrated or not, Bob. Yesterday was National Radio Day. I did not know anything about yesterday being National Radio Day, Howard. Every year, August what a celebrated. Every year, August 20th is noted as National Radio Day. And I'm part of, a, of several online radio groups where everybody is, you know, they talk about their career and their life. Old people generally, like me, um, one of the things they did yesterday was ask you to post a picture of the logo of your station. I posted a picture of our logo. And, man, people are going, wow, that looks really good. That looks really professional. And, I'm, and I wrote back, well, it's because we're a professional radio station. <laughs> we're trying to do things right. So coming up next, uh, let's, let's talk about how we got into this gig. I don't know if everybody knows how you got started or how I got started. But a mini celebration of National Radio Day. We'll do that coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is around 64 degrees, averaging things out, and it's 720 right now. Hi, Dave Wilson filling in for Hoppy Kurtzville on Metro News Talk Line. Steam releasers getting creative this week. Orange Man went down to Georgia. He was looking for boats to steal way behind in a bind, willing to make a deal. So he tapped old Rudy to do his duty. Rudy started committing Trump's crime. Yeah, don't know if he's got a Grammy there. It's Metro News Talk Line, weekdays at 10.06. We'll talk to you then. Refresh your home with 11% off everything at Menards. Keep your home's exterior protected with Menards' great selection of exterior paints and stains. Dutch Boy Exterior Stain and Sealer is dirt and scuff resistant and begins repelling rain in just four hours after application. Pick up a gallon of semi-transparent for $31.99 after 11% off. Good through August 27th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. 
information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Hoping no one else discovers where they go, what they do, in this secret hideaway. They time friends and lifetime lovers. They don't want to hurt the other, so they love in the nighttime and shake hands in the light of day. Partly sunny today, a high around 88 degrees. Pretty much the same for much of the week this week. Some rain could come in beginning maybe Thursday and Friday. Roaming around the mid-60s right now, 66 at the airport, 64 at the Highland, 63 in Elm Grove, and 65 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. About 80% of Americans still listen to what we call terrestrial radio, radio broadcast over the towers, just like we do here on our four different radio stations. And for those of us who are still in the business, and the business has changed a lot, Bob, at least speaking for myself, it's still a fun business to begin. But uh, I just wondered, since National Radio Day was yesterday, if we could talk a tad about how we all got going into the, we all, we all meaning you and I, you got your start really in high school, right? Yeah, I'm very, very lucky, and I probably don't give enough credit uh, to Willing Park High School because think about it, you know, as a, as a sophomore, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I, I, I thought I did. Uh, back then, uh, most people, radio was just the, the music DJs, you know, and I, I knew I did not want to do that. Right. But I wanted to work in radio. I wanted to be a producer. I wanted to make things happen. I wanted to build something in radio. And, uh, you know, that vision, it happened. It, it happened for me, you know, and, and what's really surprising is, like you said, it's a really dying business as far as. If, if you want to uh, have job security, if, if, if you're saying, man, that's going to be my career, well, it's probably not because uh, technology has taken the, the business over. But it was Al Zadman, and I, I was sick at my stomach all summer thinking about going to Wheeling Park. You know, I was really, really scared. You got to remember, back in those days, guys got off, girls got off the bus, and they lit off cigarettes. You know, it was <laughs> it was totally wide open, and it was totally different than, than junior high school. And uh, I was nervous about it, but I was really excited because I was going to meet Al Zeidman, and I thought, I just thought that the radio was going to be for me. probably knew from, I mean, by reputation. My grandmother. He, he, my well, grand, my, I listened to him every weekend. He had been on WWVA, yeah. And he sounded like such a nice, caring, compassionate man on the radio. <laughs> and I found out uh, the very first uh, morning that uh, eh, radio can be a little deceiving sometimes. <laughs> But, you know, I almost did kill him the very first morning, but we, you know. So and when you say, literally. I, I, I almost gave him a heart attack. Chest pains, everything on the floor, looking for the nitroglycerin <laughs> pills. Uh, that was the very first morning. That was my start in radio. And that was my start with working with Al Zeidman. And again, I don't give him enough credit because he was not the easiest guy to work with. But he taught me. You know, he saw something in me and he busted my balls every day at Wheeling Park. But he saw something in me. So, you know, I want to tip my cap to Al Zeidman today. Wherever you are, Mr. Zeidman, thank you. And I mean it sincerely. Did you have any um, radio? You said you weren't big on the disc jockey kind of thing. Did you have any radio shows, stations, personalities you particularly listened to that you 
thought you wanted to be like someday? No, I knew I couldn't talk like that. I knew I couldn't talk fast like the Duggar, and, and I didn't want to do that. You know, I, I, I wanted to work in radio, but again, that was the glamour job. I, I just didn't want that. And, and again, I knew I didn't have the talent for that. I wanted to be sports. The very first interview I ever did, Howard, okay. was with Sam Andy. Really? And I remember I wrote down like 25 questions. I wanted to be prepared, and I still didn't have enough questions, you know, the, the 20 <laughs> minutes or whatever it was. But again, I, I, I'm so glad you brought that up today, and I, I hope they're listening at uh, the Board of Education and maybe up at, uh, at Wheeling Park High School because, again, I want to say a sincere thank you, and I haven't thought about it enough. You know, I got my start in high school. I, I, I knew where I wanted to head, and Wheeling Park really, really helped me and provided training for me, so thank you. Thank you very much. And they have, and they had uh, a radio station, and they had a real... I mean, it's a real program. It's not just sort of an after-school, you know, the radio club kind of thing. They, you, you had the ability of classes. You had the ability to get actual training and, and learn a bit uh, there at, uh, uh, at the school. Um, and I guess it was there from the very beginning. I mean, they, from the beginning of William Park High School, they had broadcast. Very first day. Yeah. In fact, uh, again, you just hit me with a memory. It was going to be like that for television, too. Uh, they started the studios, and uh, Jimmy Carter uh, had some funding issues. And, and pulled some of that. Again, that was the story, that the money just wasn't there to continue. Now, they've got the TV station now, but this is back in, what, 1978. So, uh, but yeah, it, it, it was really good, Howard. And I haven't thought about that enough, and I'm really glad we talked about it today. I got started well over 50 years ago, 1968. Um, and there were no real radio talk shows at the time. I mean, just, the, you know, radio didn't have talk shows. Uh, there were a couple of things elsewhere in the country. There were little phone-in shows, individual stations. But uh, but what I, I was enamored with, I know this sounds geeky, on public television, William F. Buckley Jr. in his firing line and David Suskind, who did a show. And the two of them did essentially TV talk shows. And that, I knew, is what I wanted to do. Yeah, I want to be able to go somewhere where I can just talk and tell people my opinions but there was no real radio at the time that did that but a friend of mine and i the late tom stobert somewhere along the way we had this crazy idea that we could be on the radio and we didn't know what do we know so we picked up the phone and uh actually we called a couple stations and they said <laughs> yeah sure but we called to uh womp back in those days am 1290 bill tallman who's now long gone uh, said, well, you know, we need some public affairs stuff on the weekends. Why don't you come talk to us? And out of that was born Teen Line. Teens talking on teen topics. And we did a half-hour show every Saturday morning where we, uh, it was a Saturday morning talk show featuring teenagers. And what we did, we just grabbed some of our friends every Saturday, drove up into the hill and uh, picked a topic. The very first topic we had was the generation gap. I am still talking about the generation gap. It's just I'm on the other side wow, of it. Wow, full cycle for you, Howard. <laughs> other side of that now. Later, I uh, got involved with a church group in downtown Wheeling. And again, I suggested, I said, why don't we, maybe we can spread the word of God using radio. We went to WKWK, which was the hot station at the time. And same thing. They said, well, you know what? We're looking for a Sunday night show. Let's do something. We did a show then called Mind Over Music. And we would talk a little bit. That's and deep, Howard. And then play some music, mind over music. So we talk, we play music. It was kind of fun. 
And eventually, for reasons I don't understand, the cable company, Waco at the time, remember? The Wheeling I Antenna do. Company? I Don, do. Don Levinson and so on. Mel Truax was their general manager. I don't know how, but somehow we ended up getting a, t- a, a cable TV show. Remember, we're 16-year-old kids. Um, now, we had to go up in the wilds of Bethlehem. I mean, up, in, up Bethlehem, out in some hinterlands. I remember st- we're t- trying to find the, the, quote, studio. We stopped at some hillbilly shack along the road and said, excuse me, sir, can you tell us how to get to the Waco Studios? And he said, the Waco Studios. The Waco. You mean the Waco Shack? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. And it was a, <coughs> it was a shack. And then I... Um, the teen line thing turned into a weekend gig at the, the radio station, and then I worked my way through college. I would work a semester, go back to school for a couple semesters, come back and work. And you were just looking for that opening, weren't you? You got that foot in the door, Howard. See, and then you mentioned, you know, I mentioned that the guy who really said yes to us was Bill Tallman, the late Bill Tallman. I'm always careful how I phrase this next thing. My big break came. Well, Bill Tallman died. <laughs> He, Sometimes he had, that's all it takes. He had heart problems. He was doing a show called Party Line. It was a local talk show, sat, uh, Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 o'clock on Womp. And um, when he was away, because he started having heart problems, I would occasionally fill in. And then um, he died. And I think they looked around and said, we're not hiring anybody, but uh, Monroe. The kid the job. Give Monroe, him a you, chance. You want to do this? And that's how I right place, right time. And I, that's how I got there. One of the um, it wasn't as embarrassing as almost killing Mr. Zeidman, but one of my <laughs> early uh, things where I just knew it wasn't going to work out being a, a, a you know a disc jockey because uh, I was really grooving one day. I was Bob Rockwell, you know, spinning the hits. Oh, that was your that was your that on was me, name? Bob, Bob Rockwell. Rockwell. Oh yeah, I Bob Slider sounded stupid. I said okay, Bob. Should Rockwell. we change you to Bob Rockwell? No, let's not do that, Bob Rockwell. So I'm grooving one day, and you remember Freak Out the song freak it's out. time to freak out yeah. here's chic or no, i said cheek or something like that i, I, I t- completely yeah. messed it up i believe the group's name is uh chic right mm-hmm. i think i called him chick chick, yeah. Yeah. chick let's chic. freak out here's chick chic filet the uh comments f- uh, flipped out i mean i've got people down there tell me what an idiot i am i have no idea what the group's name is who's this rockwell guy yeah this bob Rock- rockwell has no idea what he's doing and i said yeah you're probably right maybe i could do something else in radio besides being a disc jockey but you didn't. You, I mean, well, you weren't a disc jockey, but you, you didn't. You stayed in radio. Were you? Was your first real radio job with me? Well, I made some money at, at Wheeling Park because what you could do, and again, this was Al Zeidman, you know, uh, and it was it was pretty good money. I I would do uh, junior high dances. He would set me up with two record players. I would go there again. I had no idea what I was doing. I think I had one speaker. I had two turntables, and uh, they would pay me like 40 or 50 bucks back in the, in the late 70s, which was pretty good money. It was. Just to go there and play music. And once in a while, say, here's Chick, or no, Chic, <laughs> or whatever the hell they're called. Let's freak out. And uh, again, uh, so, th- but it, it took me a while. And then it was you, Howard. Howard Monroe uh, hired me a long, long time ago, over 20 years ago. Over 20 years ago, I bought the radio station, and we were working out of uh, Channel 7's building. The studios were in Channel 7's building. And this guy comes in and says, you know, I, I want to be in radio. And I looked him up and down and said, you're not that Bob Rockwell guy, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not. And, uh, and uh, so how, that's how that partnership got started. And here we are. And then uh, you, you went to work for, it was WVOI only that I was working for. And then you went to work for WKKX. 
Yes, and we were in a Laconia building. And then we all came together as one big family. Here and, we are. And, uh, here, and here we are now. And that's the 50-year career of <laughs> Monroe. And I want to tip my cap to you, Howard, uh, because we're still here. It's a little, it's a little stuffy in the studio uh, today, but you know what? We're still here, Howard. We're still, we're still doing it. I tell young people today who want to get into radio that um, it's very, very different than it was when we got into it, and it's, it's not nearly as much fun unless you are able to make it that way. Um, and it's no secret, it is not a high-paying business until you reach a certain point. You know, I went through a long, long, long period of time where you just are barely struggling, but I, it was something I was doing I liked. And then at some point, at least speaking for me, I'd been around long enough. I guess they said, well, I guess we ought to pay him too. So then I began to make a, make a little more money, and then, and then here, I, here I am at the edge of uh, retirement and, uh, and looking back on this day after National Radio Day, Radio Day and saying, you know what? It was a good industry for me. It worked for me. It was, and, and we're on the end. You know, we're a couple old guys, but it's really exciting because uh, we got a full roster here at, at WKKX, the Watchdog Network. And I'm, while I still have my cap on, I want to make one more tip of the cap. Did you see where the Pine Room boys, <laughs> again, Howard, we, <laughs> what did they do this weekend? Well, they broadcasted from 12 to 3 from Gumby's, but they weren't done yet. They, they took second place at the Beer Fest. The Pine Room Logger took second place at Mountaineer Brew Fest downtown. I mean, that's those guys are just... They never stop. Here's my question. Where the hell do they get their energy? I think from the beer, Howard. I think that's the key. You get, you yeah. got get to drink that beer. They're around everywhere, you know. I mean, I just, I, I couldn't, once upon it, but but you know what is partly why it's a young man's game. No offense to Mark. <laughs> Who's not a young man, by the way. <laughs> but who gathers energy from the other guys, I guess. But um, it's, it's, it's a younger man's game. I mean, I used to go out and around and do all kinds of things. My kids went, this isn't the radio, but. Uh, Nat- Natalie and Jason went to the Ogilvy Institute Board Benefit up at the uh, Mansion Museum this weekend. Very hoity-doity, fancy affair, you know. Uh, everybody who was anybody in town was there. Um, and it's the kind of thing I used to go to. And and then I realized, no, it's like I've turned it over to the younger generation. No, the kids went. They had a, Kids, they're adults themselves. But uh, they went. They had a good time. They're part of the movers and shakers now. I just sit at home and play babysitter. So the world changes, but that's the way it is. But I'm lucky enough, and you're lucky enough, we're still here. And more importantly, we still get to do what we really enjoy doing. Um, And i got to tell you, I've said this before, if I didn't enjoy myself, I wouldn't be here tomorrow. I mean, I mean it sincerely. Uh, If I didn't enjoy myself right now, if this wasn't fun, I'd be done. I'd be done. Well, be careful, Howard, what you wish for, because there's already a pool out there now uh, if you make it back from California or not. So be careful with that. You could use the radio, the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, 304-214-1600, or you may use the Frio Stack Auction Service phone line, 304-232-8255. All right, coming up, uh, we'll check in with Adam. Lots of weather-related things, hurricanes, wildfires, smoke, and a nice week all coming up. But before we get to that, let's get to Ohio Valley headlines. Um, I don't know if Taylor is off today or just turned things over for, to Rebecca for a bit, but Rebecca Little is here with Ohio Valley headlines. Good morning. I'm Rebecca Little with a look at your headlines for this Monday, August 21st. Looking across the mountain state, another major company has chosen West Virginia as an economic destination. 
Fidelis New Energy is based in Houston and will be investing $2 billion into a hydrogen production center that will be based on 11 acres of land in Mason County. More than 100 workers will be involved in the construction, but once it's finished, the plant will give around 800 people full-time jobs. And city officials in McMechan held a town hall to get feedback from the community on a new city ordinance. McMechan officials invited local landlords and renters to come out and voice their concerns and opinions on a new ordinance that could potentially help ongoing issues with the crime in the city. City leaders say there have been drug activity issues involving renters within the city in the past few months. Officials modeled their ideas off of an existing ordinance already in place in Weirton that is proving beneficial. And the first case of West Nile Skeeters has appeared in West Virginia. That's according to the CDC. The case is reported as a presumptive viremic blood donors, otherwise known as people who have no symptoms at the time of donating blood, but whose blood tests positive when screened for West Nile virus. West Virginia is now among 27 states, not including Kentucky and Ohio, who have reported cases of the disease. As of August 15th, there are 190 cases countrywide so far this year. Officials say the best way to protect yourself is wearing insect repellent and loose fitting and long sleeve shirts and pants. And that was a look at your headlines for this Monday, August 21st. Have a great day, everybody. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the watchdog trusts. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's healthcare demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons. We embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, pioneering medical care, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care, right place, right time. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Monday edition of the show, we'll have a look back at a busy sports weekend with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Chef Paul Smith will be here to talk about food at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Carl Lee, the former NFL All-Pro defensive back, joins me in studio at 5. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out in our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. New class, fresh faces, a new school year welcomes us in. It's back to school time. And we're here with you on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. 
lady I'm your knight in shining armor and I love you You have made me what I am and I am yours Do you want to uh, salute those who're heading off back to school today uh, a lot of people start today, many of them. Most people, I think, start tomorrow. I know Grandson Teddy is back tomorrow. I think Ohio County Schools, the students start tomorrow. Teachers have been at it for uh, for a while now. According to uh, Storm Tracker 7, and uh, Zach Petty posted this last night, the uh, people, the kids who are starting today, uh, back to school, Beaver Local, Buckeye Trail, Caldwell, Madonna, Martins Ferry, Shenandoah, Toronto, Tyler County, and Wetzel County. To all of you who are heading back to school today, Good luck in the new school year to parents. Uh, hey, you got the house to yourself again. And um, and to teachers, teach the children well. There's a song like that, I think. Teach the children well. Teach them well. Teach them well. Let's see what kind of weather they're heading off to. It's going to be a warm week for the kids to go back to school, is it not, Adam Fike? Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Definitely going to be a pretty warm start to the new school year. Like I think Zach said it last night best was, this week, your first week of school weather is still going to be the T-shirt and shorts. <laughs> so it's going to be a warm, but not as fall-like as what we saw for the weekend. Very beautiful weekend, by the way. It was, but it was, it was I won't say cool, but it certainly was cooler. We're going to get into the at least 80s this week and maybe a couple times flirt with 90. Is that right? Yeah, unfortunately, still have to deal with the more July-like temperatures rather <clears> than <throat> August getting ready to transition to September, but at least the good news is most of the week we stay dry. Thursday, Friday, seeing a little bit of activity. But the good news, though, is those days we see that stormy activity is the hottest days of the week. So when we see sunshine tomorrow and Wednesday, it's going to be low 80s where we should be. So it's not going to be overly hot. It's not the most bright blue skies like what we saw this weekend. We do have the first part of the week, at least, uh, the first several days are going to be mostly sunny, or at least partly sunny, and, uh, and again, in the 80s. So it's going to be... It's going to be lingering summer for at least a few days before the rains come on Thursday and Friday. Yeah, well, I would I would say it's more so like that partly cloudy, partly sunny than mostly sunny. We see like today, for example, it. I would say the best way to describe it is like you're holding a sheet of paper up to the sun. You still see the outline of the sun. You still see your shadows, but it's not bright blue, crystal clear skies like what we saw yesterday, Friday, Saturday. Now, are we seeing smoke from the fires coming back again? I saw some kind of a note about the fact that we might see some smoke coming back. Uh, yesterday, my eyes were burning. I don't know if we were getting wildfire smoke or, I don't know, if my eyes were just burning. But um, are we expecting more wildfire smoke to come this way? Yesterday, no. But today through tomorrow is <clears throat> good chance. But it's not going to be like what we saw. I honestly forget when that was. A couple months ago when we had it really fast. It's right, not it's going to be as noticeable. It's still you're still going to see it if there was complete sunshine, but since we're seeing more so clouds, you're not going to notice it as much. Look wise, but still going to have the possibility for some air quality in that moderate to unhealthy range tonight into tomorrow. Now the smoke that we'll be seeing, uh, even if it's a small amount around here, this is still Canadian wildfire smoke. Surely we're not getting smoke from uh, Maui, are we? No. Just the smoke from Canadian wildfires. Anything from Maui, like I, I think I said it last week or two weeks ago. I don't remember. Is that air from like California through Hawaii mainly flows east to west? So anything that smoke from the Maui fires is more so flowing towards 
blown across the Pacific. You did, you did, you did say that. That's right. I remember that now. It, goes, it would go west. Um, and uh, the poor folks in California battling uh, battling a hurricane now. Oh, my. North America does not having good luck this summer. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of bad storms, Canadian wildfires, Hawaii's not doing good, California's not doing good. I mean, we're at least we're good here in the valley for at least us, so that's a positive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we have had some severe weather. We did have a couple of tornadoes confirmed here a couple of weeks ago, but still, we've 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 not been too bad. But uh, this uh, this hurricane, and I don't know where where it is on the scale right now. If it's a two, or if it's gone back down to a tropical storm, or what's happening as far as the the, the caliber of it. Uh, but apparently, it's going to be dropping a ton of water on California. I saw at one point. Someone said they could get a year's worth of rain in one day because of this storm, which is highly unusual for California. Oh, yeah. No, California, they were at the, some spots from, like, just east of San Diego, San Diego, up through parts of Nevada, just east of west Las Vegas. They have a 100% chance of seeing excessive rain. Now, I don't know exactly how much that is for them, but that's likely multiple inches of rain. And just to make life even more difficult for people in California, they've got a hurricane. I think I read where it's the first tropical storm alert they've ever had there or something like that. But anyway, now they've got the hurricane to deal with, and and they got an earthquake. I don't – that's why I'm not moving to California. But. Yeah. <laughs> My concern is in a couple of weeks, we're going to be heading out towards California on our Route 66 trip. We start in Oklahoma City in two weeks, so that's not too bad. But we're going out Route 66 all the way out to California. I hope the, I hope the earthquake has settled down and the hurricane has all moved away and all aftermath of that is all gone so it doesn't mess up our trip. Because, frankly, I, you know, my greatest concern is, well, for myself, you know, I worry more about I don't want to affect me. I don't care about the other people there. How kind of you, Howard? Well, I'm selfish. What am I going to say? <clears throat> Aren't we all? So, anyways, back to back to our local forecast. Actually, a pretty good week all week. Uh, certainly, the first part of the week is going to be fairly nice and warm. Warm is going to be maybe the key word, uh, but at least partly sunny and warm. Then we get some rain coming in on Thursday and Friday. I guess into the weekend too, right? Not 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 necessarily into the weekend. Everything likely wraps up before midnight on Friday. But then the weekend is going to be a little bit warmer, but pretty similar to last weekend. So okay. Saturday right now will sit around 80 degrees. A few spots might be a little bit cooler. Then Sunday will be back to plenty of sunshine, mid to upper 70s. So still right. going to feel it's going to feel like that September weather, more likely for the weekend. So another very pleasant weekend. But good news, we get the yucky weather out of the way during the work week, and we get to enjoy the beautiful weather on the weekend. There you go. 66 right now, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 64 at the Highland, 63 in my backyard in Elm Grove, and 65 degrees here at the Robinson Honor Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Adam, appreciate it as always. We shall do it again tomorrow. Hopefully another fine forecast from you. Back to them. Thank you. It's a dozen till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Adam Fike from the Bank 7 WTRF-TV. Uh, and is the morning meteorologist from Storm Tracker 7. A little bit later on, uh, did you see any do-do-do-do-do-do uh, lights in the sky in the last couple of weeks, Bob? Unusual lights in the sky? Well, I haven't really been looking, but uh, no, Howard. Apparently there were some strange lights in the sky over the Blues Fest. 
And I, I looked at some pictures people put on, put on social media, and we'll talk about that coming up later on. It's 10 till the hour right now. Mr. Slider has sports for us not far away. Ready, set, go get your Toyota today. Check out Toyota's wide range of all-wheel and four-wheel drive vehicles, like a sporty Camry or a stylish Corolla, both with great MPGs. Or come in and test drive a new RAV4, Highlander, or Corolla Cross, each with plenty of cargo room, so you can be ready for any adventure. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals. Hurry, offers end April 4th. Toyota, let's go places. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Hi, it's Tony Caridi, host of the CityNet Statewide Sportsline right here on Metro News. Join the Senator Brad Howe, Coach Greg Hunter, and myself as we discuss the day's biggest sports stories, talking with coaches, former players, and sports writers from all over the state and across the nation, bringing you the latest from the high schools, colleges, and the pro game. So don't miss the CityNet Statewide Sportsline weeknights at 6.06 here on the Metro News Radio Network and streaming live at WVMetroNews.com. When deciding where to dine in the Ohio Valley, think first of the Highlands. With a full array of fast food choices for everyone in the family. Or drop in at the Olive Garden, Cheddar's, Bubba's Burgers, Bob Evans, Fusion, or Panera Bread. Whatever your family's in the mood for, you can find it just off I-70 at the top of the hill. The Highlands, dining, shopping, entertainment, and lodging. On FM, on AM, online. On demand and on video, we are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. Call me from work. Open a door for me. What would it hurt? Show me you love me by the look in your eyes. These are the little things I need the most. 751, 9 before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. I guess I haven't had a chance to uh, pay attention to or listen or ask you. I'm gathering, this all sounds like um, Kenny Rogers, right? It is. Uh, you know, I got kind of tired of uh, our Monday thing. You know, we wear Rainy that out. days and Mondays yeah. always get me down. And I come across that uh, today, on August 21st, Kenny Rogers was born back in 1938. So today, Kenny Rogers would have been 85 years old, Howard. Oh, wow. The gambler. The gambler. No longer with us, but happy birthday, Kenny. Happy birthday to Kenny, and we will salute you today with uh, with your music as the bumper music here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It is 8 before the hour. I, you know, I was thinking, uh, Bob, at the beginning of the season, how even I paid so close attention to how the Pirates did every game, every weekend. You know, how, how you, how's that working out for you? Howard? Yeah, I was so excited. And I, you know, I was I knew before you before it got to slider on sports, I would I would not say, "Hey, Bob, Pirates had a great night last night." Oh man, it looks like they slipped a little bit. And then I realized I don't have any idea except I figure they're roaming around the bottom of the barrel. But 
I suppose I will find out right now with right Slider now. on sports. Yes, Howard. Thank you. Minnesota Twin starter Dallas Keuchel carried a perfect game. Do you hear me, Howard? He had a perfect game. Perfect game. Going into the seventh inning before giving up a double to Brian Reynolds, leading the Twins to a shutout over the Pittsburgh Pirates and a 2 nothing win. Keuchel was pulled immediately after giving up the Reynolds double. Edward Julian drove in both runs uh, for the Twins. We'll get back to Keuchel here. He's 35 years old, Howard. He's about at the end of the line. He doesn't. He's an old guy. He doesn't throw very hard, but he was in complete control yesterday. He didn't allow a base runner until Reynolds doubled off the wall with one out in the seventh. Minnesota has now won seven out of their last seven and extended their lead over Cleveland to six games in the American League Central Division. And Howard, the Pirates now are 55 and 69. I can remember when they were 20 and 8. <laughs> 20 and 8, and everybody was excited, include, including me. And me. And now they're, what's that again? Well, they're 55 and 69. They're 12 and a half games behind Milwaukee in the National League Central. Bottom? Bottom. Pittsburgh begins a three-game uh, series with the St. Louis Cardinals tonight at PNC Park. St. Louis technically is in last place in the National League Central by a half game over Pittsburgh, but that'll all change, I'm sure, after this week. Uh, <laughs> the starting pitchers will be announced later today. And I don't know if you saw this or not, Howard, but we got good news uh, this morning. New England Patriot rookie cornerback Isaiah Bolden, he was released from a Green Bay hospital following a series of tests after being carted off the field in the fourth quarter Saturday night, and you know what they did? What did they do? They stopped the game. Really? It was it, it was that scary. That, it was that bad. And again, it's it's a how it's is a, he? Do we know? He, he was released. He's so released. so okay. he's doing a lot better. But you know, only a preseason game. They said that's enough. The game is over. So uh, best of luck to him. And uh, you're right, Howard. Baseball season is trickling down. It is football season, like we found out this. Uh, this past Friday here on the Watchdog Network. Slider on Sports Time, 7.55. Had a big game on Friday night. Well, of course, we had a big Friday of, uh, of sports activity, and we will again this coming Friday. Even bigger. Even bigger, I said. We're going to be uh, every Friday, every Friday, our Pine Room team will be broadcasting live from one of the area Gumby's locations. Uh, if John Marshall plays, probably down in Marshall County. Otherwise, maybe out in Elm Grove. Maybe some of the other locations. But every Friday, look for the Pine Room guys to be at uh, at uh, Gumby's. Uh, and they sounded like they were having such fun. They are. And, Howard, you know it's not that easy to sit out in the sun for three hours and just, you know, keep on talking uh, for three hours. But yeah. those guys did. And uh, the, the great people at Gumby's made it fun. Lots of discounts. Lots of giveaways. And believe me, that was only week one. We're going to get better at this. And uh, 13 straight weeks, I believe, Howard. Football Friday at Gumby's. Then uh, we follow that up, of course, every Friday with the uh, Friday afternoon walkthrough. Matt Jones, Friday afternoon walkthrough from 3 to 5 o'clock. Uh, I listened to some of that on Friday. Um, Scott Nolte was in the command chair while I was listening, and uh, the guys will all be there. Brett Clough, Jerry Ames, Mark Hunterman, uh, that's that's what we do on Friday. And then this Friday, uh, both John Marshall and Wheeling Central will kick things off. John Marshall travels to uh, Morgantown to take on University. That's right around 7 o'clock kickoff. Ross Johnston, Mark Hunterman, Bob Treveri bring you all of that action. And then Wheeling Central opens up at home. We'll have that here on the Watchdog. Also on the WKKX side, Jerry Ames and Ryan Storm. I believe the kickoff right around 7 o'clock there. So plenty of football this Friday also. Howard. Remember, you can listen to the games at uh, on air at uh, WKKX AM 1600 and FM 98.1 AM 1370 WVOY and FM 97.7. And you can listen, and we encourage you to listen, 
on our streaming audio services, particularly if you're out of the immediate local area or if you have friends who are out of the area, use the watchdognetwork.com. That's our website. And then on there, there are two buttons, one for WVOY. That'll be the John Marshall games, one for WKKX, the Willing Central games, when we have two separate games. Uh, watchdognetwork.com, streaming audio. And apparently some of you prefer still to use TuneIn Radio, so you can listen to TuneIn Radio, pick WKKX or WVOY. Now... I want to take a minute to talk about something. Those are the only streaming services that we offer of the games that we carry. Our coverage of the John Marshall game will be on AM 1370 and FM 97.7, and of course at watchdognetwork.com and in TuneIn Radio, WVLY. Same thing for WKKX, AM 1600, AM, uh, FM 98.1. Uh, on watchdognetwork.com and tune in radio with WKKX. Those are the only ways you listen to our game coverage. Now, I tell you this because there is a nationwide scam going on, or spamming, I guess, going on. We are not the only victims of it, but we were the victims of it on Friday. We had a nice little piece on our Facebook page telling you to uh, check in with the game on Friday evening. And then in the comments, there were over 50 different people saying, stream the game here. Click this link to stream the game. You can stream the game on our services. Don't do it. This is something that's going on all across the country. Radio stations are having a real problem with this. These are spam posts. These are people who are trying to suck you into their world by clicking the link. Those are not going to take you to any of our broadcasts. Now, I will say this, so I don't want to totally upset anybody. Some schools have their own broadcasts, and they do have their own streaming service. And um, uh, so, so there is that. And there is a NFHS, which is a uh, streaming video service that does do local games. And we're not affiliated with them, but they're not illegitimate. But over, over 50 spam posts on our Facebook page last week. Please remember... I want you to, we want you to listen to our stream at watchdognetwork.com or on TuneIn Radio. Those are the only ways you get to our radio station's coverage of the games. All those other things you see in the comments, ignore them. They're trying to suck you into their world. And that's my little lesson of the morning. Just about 8 o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show. ABC covers the world next. This is a story of you. So I bought you a rose. 97.7 AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News. I'm Alex Stone in Los Angeles County this morning. Where after a night of rain, wind, and the ground shaking, things are calming this morning. Remnants of Tropical Storm Hillary are still lashing this area. Now a post-tropical cyclone, it's sitting over central Nevada. It left behind rain and wind and caused flooding and power outages in the Palm Springs area and other places overnight. L.A. Mayor Karen Bass. Avoid unnecessary travel. If you do not need to be on the road, please don't get in your car. And then there was the shaking. A 5.1 magnitude earthquake yesterday and then aftershocks overnight sent people running for cover. Seismologist Dr. Lucy Jones saying the weather and the quake were not related. 
they were just total coincidence. There is no particular relationship between the, the weather and what's happening underground. This woman lives near the epicenter of the quake in Ojai in Ventura County. There was a big jolt and my house started shaking. There was no known major damage from the weather or the quake. I'm Alex Stone, ABC News in L.A. County, where the cleanup begins today. Now with more news, here's Derek Dennis. Another continuing emergency on Maui, Hawaii. 